Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. You're so kind to join us as we take a look at the book. It is always my pleasure to open God's Word with anyone who will take a moment to listen and study together with them about what God is doing. I have in my hand the album for a five-hour audio series on CD entitled The Feast of God. This is an exciting series where I explore the Jewish feast and explain how they relate to the end times. Jesus Christ, in the proper day sequence, will fulfill every one of the seven Jewish feasts. We need to understand what God is doing and how indeed those three remaining feasts that need to be fulfilled by the person of Jesus Christ will be fulfilled. For example, the next feast that Jesus Christ will be fulfilling is Rosh Hashanah, or the Feast of Trumpets. We're going to deal with that particular feast in just a moment. Let me tell you that you can get your copy of this audio series, and we'll give you the numbers or the location at the website where you can make your order. But first, let's listen to our study, Sound the Trumpets. And somebody wants to tell me, well, wait a minute, what is the last trump? Now, I, I remember in my study of Revelation, there's seven trumpets in a seven trumpet judgments. The middle judgments between the seal judgments and the vile judgments. Seven trumpets. What is this talking about? The last trump. Does that mean that we go into the tribulation and at the seventh trumpet we're caught up to be with him in the air? Well, let me tell you the Greek word and I think it's pronounced eskotos, is, for, for last, can be translated at the time of the end. The last, at the time of the end, at the uttermost. It's been translated into King James, the last trump. Or maybe could this verse read, and the, at the trump, at the time of the end, which this, of course, would be the time of the end, the rapture, the seven years, the millennial kingdom, that's the time of the end that it's talking about. Let me give you a couple of other thoughts. The seventh trumpet judgment, Revelation chapter 11, opens up the seven vile judgments. If you've ever read the book of Revelation and studied it at all, and out of that seventh trumpet comes seven vile judgments. They are progressively worse than the seven trumpet judgments. They are the worst of all the 21 judgments. And so if it was referring to the last trump in the tribulation period, there's no victory. There's a terrible time of judgment ahead. That's not what we have a last trump for. In addition to that, it's going to take time for those seven vile judgments to unfold. This says, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. You know how fast that is? That's faster than that wink. Do you see that wink? That, that was a fast movement. And if you think that was fast, the twinkle of an eye is even faster than that. I, somebody said how fast it was. I can't remember, but it is fast. I guarantee it is fast. So... That, it must not be talking about that. And in fact, not only that, but the seventh trumpet judgment is not the last trumpet that's going to sound. Look over here. 
Look with me over to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew 24. Now let me show you something very, very interesting. Matthew 24. And we're going to look at verse 29 in just a second. May I remind you of something? Listen to me. You know that the trumpet is very, very significant to the Jewish people. Very, very significant. You know where they got the trumpet or the shofar? And I told you the word shofar is used 72 times when it's translated trumpet. Or it could be shofar or ram's horn. And the word silver, meaning silver trumpet, is translated 27 times in the Word of God in the Old Testament. Uh, do you know where they got the idea for a shofar? Remember Genesis 22? Abraham takes Isaac up on Mount Moriah. At the foot of Mount Moriah, having traveled three days from Beersheba, they come to Jerusalem and Mount Moriah, at the foot of it, Isaac says to Abraham, as Isaac puts the wood over his shoulder, sees his dad with the knife and the fire in his hand, a little torch, he says, hey, dad, <laughs> just one question. I got the wood, you got the fire, where is the sacrifice? Abraham says, Isaac, God will provide. <laughs> Jehovah Jireh. Come on, let's go. And they walk up onto top of Mount Moriah. They lay the wood down, lay the fire down. Abraham takes his beloved son, lays him on the wood, takes the dagger, starts to kill his only beloved son. And he stopped. God stops him. Said, Abraham, look over there in the thicket. There's a ram caught by his horn. Jehovah Jireh. God will see and God will provide. He goes over and he takes the ram. He brings it over and he offers it at the sacrifice on Mount Moriah. He cut that ram's horn off. And that became, according to Jewish tradition, the shofar, the trumpet. Remember in Exodus chapter 19, just before the giving of the law? Just before the giving of the law, God's on Mount Sinai, the thunders and the lightnings. And God picks up the shofar. And he blows the shofar. And two million Jews. Oh, what is that sound? Moses says, come. Let's see what God has to say. And they come to the foot of Mount Sinai. God comes down Mount Sinai about halfway. He blows the shofar again. And Moses comes up. He says, come up, Moses. He comes up to stand face to face with Jesus Christ because you can't stand face to face with God. Impossible to live. John 1, 18. And he stands there. You know what the shofar, Numbers, remember Numbers chapter 10? Moses is told, take, I told you a moment ago, take a piece of silver metal, form it into a trumpet. You know what you'll use the trumpet for? To call the people together. You know what you'll use the trumpet for, it says in Numbers 10? 
to call a solemn assembly or to have a religious holy convocation. Do you know what you use the trumpet for? To warn the people of war that's coming. Did you ever read over there in Joel chapter 2? Blow the trumpets in Zion. Warn them there's a war coming. Whew. The trumpet, it means so much to the Jewish people. And after that seven years of tribulation, the Feast of Trumpets, Matthew 24, verse 29, look at here. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken and then shall appear the sign, the ensign, the Son of God, it says right here, the Son of Man in the heavens and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. Look at here. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Here's where we come to, verse 31. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet to the four corners of the universe. Gather them in. The feast of trumpets. The regathering. The regathering of the Jewish people. That feast of trumpets not to be fulfilled for the body of Christ We'll be out of here before the Feast of Trumpets is instituted in its prophetic fulfillment. The Feast of Trumpets, Jesus is coming back. He says, blow the trumpets, bring them in, gather them in. And then remember, Feast of Trumpets after that, Yom Kippur. Remember what it says in uh, Zechariah? <laughs> Glory to God. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. They shall look upon him who they have pierced, and what will they do? They will mourn those awesome days. You know what it says in Zechariah 13, 1? And a fountain shall be unfolding over them, flowing out to wash them clean, the fountain to wash clean the children of David, to wash clean a fountain to take away sin, to make them sinless, make them pure. Yom Kippur, and in a day, the Jewish people as a nation, not every Jew, but as a nation, generally speaking, will turn to Jesus Christ. And then it's the Feast of Tabernacles, that thousand-year millennial kingdom, the Feast of Rejoicing, he's here. The Feast of Tabernacles. There's two trumps. There's this trump right here. The trump in the last of days that calls the body of Christ to be with him. There's seven terrible, terrible years of judgment to turn the Jew to Jesus Christ, to alert them, and then the Feast of Trumpets is fulfilled. They're gathered as the angels go forth, blowing the sound of trumpet, bringing the people in. As we indicated in this study, the rapture does not take place on the Jewish Feast of Trumpets. Instead, it is the second coming of Jesus Christ that will be fulfilled on some future time of Rosh Hashanah or the Feast of Trumpets. You need to have this entire series 
I explain the Jewish feast and how they relate to the end times. It's entitled The Feast of God, and it's available. You can call our toll-free number at 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Or go to our website, prophecytoday.com. Go over to the shopping mall, and you can make your order. It is key that you understand how God will fulfill the Jewish feast through the person of Jesus Christ and what will take place in the future. Again, thank you so much for joining us to study God's Word as we continue to understand God's prophetic scenario for the end times. It becomes more and more aware that the rapture of the church when Jesus shouts and calls us up into the heavenlies to be with him forevermore could take place at any moment. In fact, even before I finish making this announcement to you. That being the case, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...